stay here and keep out of trouble. Welcome to the Brick City Blockade Podcast. There's the blockade. Join Robin Vogt and Sean Michaud. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. As they break down that galaxy far, far away. Welcome back to the Brick City Blockade, episode 14. We've got some interesting stuff to talk about this week, Sean. We do. And one of the things I think we have to talk about here is coming up with The Last Jedi and everything. I know in terms of news and everything, it's we've kind of been in what they call the lull of the storm before celebration and just after the announcement of the title and everything. The calm before the storm. The calm before the storm. That's exactly what we're calling it. And when it comes to Luke Skywalker, which obviously is going to have a major focus in this next upcoming Star Wars film, and we talked about it on episode 13 Mm -hmm. of the podcast. Sean, when we're talking about Luke Skywalker, we're talking about a pretty powerful guy here. We are. He's he's really powerful, and... I think he's gonna. It's gonna be a big uh, comparison with Luke and Snoke to see how powerful both of them are and how they. I, I want to see the differences and the similarities between how they both use the Force as good and evil. Just I just want to see both of them and how they're gonna teach it to Rey and Kylo Ren. See how that plays out in the whole the Last Jedi centric story. Basically, we don't know the story yet. <laughs> no, but. that's true. There's gonna be so much focus on Snoke's teachings and Luke's teachings, and I think we really have to break down this episode. And we're gonna break it down by what Luke is going to do and what Snoke is going to do and where Rey and Kylo Ren's paths are going to go at some point. Now, when it comes to Luke Skywalker himself, he's been secluded from his sister and really the only other Force user within the galaxy in many ways in terms of how powerful Luke is himself. I think we have to see it as that gap between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He became very powerful in a very short amount of time there. Right. Now we're talking about post-Return of the Jedi up until Force Awakens. And, and that's a bigger gap, so is he going to be even str- like stronger than Snoke is, or what stronger than Darth Vader was, or Palpatine combined, maybe. We don't know we, we, how it's going to play out, so. Cool thing about Luke Skywalker, and just having, like you said, Sean, that amount of time to really almost meditate within the Force. And obviously the Force has been thrown out of balance ever since Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, was killed. There seems to be enough time for Luke to kind of go into the shadows. We know, obviously, that he had been training young Jedi at some point and really trying to build up the Jedi Order once again. Maybe he did this a traditional way. Maybe he went a different route with it, which I know we talked about on the last last podcast yeah. episode, and you guys can head on over to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up on that. But it seems like Luke alone has had enough time to step back and say, wait a sec. I know what I did between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Built my own lightsaber at that point, which right. I know Vader was really impressed with that he was able to complete his training in that way with this kind of time gap here there is so much potential for luke skywalker to not only become one of the most powerful force users in the galaxy but to even contend with might be lying on the other side with snow that's a really interesting point robin i think he's gonna show it very like right right off the beginning if we see ray and uh luke in the force trees we might see uh, luke telling ray about how strong he is and he's gonna pass it down to her we know what ray's potential really is right. i mean just for the force to of course the title of the film the force awakens for it to awaken in that short amount of time is very similar to what luke yeah. went through between empire strikes and back d- and, and we Return see how strong she is though with mm. the force we see that with luke as well in the past movies it's almost like she didn't realize her true potential and maybe she will realize i mean i guess she kind of did when kylo ren said you need a teacher obviously he was able to recognize that ray oh man 
again, she's even more powerful than me in some ways. I have a lot to learn on my end as well. That's that's the same thing with Kylo Ren from getting taught by Snoke. We don't know how strong he's going to be. Because he, he could just be like a Padawan kind of to Snoke. And he could be even stronger than his grandfather. Whatever. <laughs> he's related to him. <laughs> you bring up a really good point though, Sean. That Kylo Ren's potential might supersede what his grandfather was in some ways. We know with Darth Vader that there was still good inside of him. Kylo Ren has some good inside of him because he's sitting on his flagship destroyer and he's saying, the call of the light, it's coming back to me. Please show me the darkness. But that's almost counteractive to what Vader was thinking because even though he's saying to Vader in some sort of way, whatever fanboy way he's doing it, Mm -hmm. show me the darkness, Vader inside was still very light. So what is he calling at exactly? Does he know his grandfather's true story or in The Last Jedi, is Snoke going to explain to him and say, you can't be calling on Vader for all this kind of stuff. He's not as dark as you think he truly is. He should have listened to Han Solo. (laughs) He should have listened to his father. We might see how that plays out with Leia in the next movie. We don't know if Leia and uh, Kylo Ren is going to meet at all in this movie. Stemming that back to Luke, that Kylo Ren and Luke really do know each other. Kylo Ren definitely was part of Luke Skywalker's academy and turned against Luke at that point. The question is in that sense was that enough to throw luke off of his traditional teaching methods because one padawan learner turned away and was easily influenced by snoke whatever his overarching power is enough to make luke think that whatever i'm doing here needs to stop it's time to stop and where does ray now come into that equation now that he technically whether he does or doesn't in the last jedi has to teach her the ways of the force without having her turn robin i'm i'm starting to wonder about how luke is gonna train with ray and with the force trees i think it's gonna be very different like you said his teaching methods are going to be really different and i think it's going to be similar if you guys watch rebels Star Wars rebels i think it's going to be similar to kanan and ezra's relationship i think it's going to go aligns with, with that and i think it's going to help hopefully it'll help ray because we don't we don't see it in rebels we don't see we don't know his uh outcome yet and we don't know where he's heading we don't know if he, he's technically not even jedi yet mm, true. so uh, same here with ray and we see that in the force awakens we, she's not a jedi she's a force user that's actually a really good point we brought that up in the 13.5 live from white mountain comics last weekend that we were up there and we were talking you bring up the forest trees as well which i something that i've been behind ever since mm-hmm. the beginning ever since going back into the shattered empire comics it is a sanctuary for the jedi it is a place that they can go to and that they can be one with the force once again and connect with all natural aspects of the force at the same time the forest tree is going to be a place where ray can go and experience the force from other force wielders now i know we've talked about this in past episodes sean where maybe we'll see a yoda force ghost maybe we'll see an obi-wan force ghost Mm -hmm. we hear their voices of course in the force awakens now how this plays into the last jedi i don't know definitely think that the force tree is going to be a place for ray to learn a bunch of stuff just about the force and stuff that luke is going to want to expose her to i would love to see if any of you guys seen avatar i would love to see like that that type of tree in avatar when they go and plug their stuff in Mm. and see their memories and that's how uh jake soli i believe that's his name in the movie how he becomes a a navi 
Ravi. I think it could be the same thing with Rey, how she becomes a, not really a, a Jedi, but more of a better Force user. Because we have to have enough time for her to grow in the Force. We can't just suddenly rush her off to well, be that's a Jedi. Well, that's what they did in the Avatar. It took months for him to, because at first he, he's, not, he's not a human, and then he turned, at the end, no spoilers, he turns into <laughs> a Navi. And that would make sense with Rey's trajectory here, is that she's going to be introduced to the Force, most likely in a very non-traditional way, compared to how Luke was introduced to it. We talked about this during our live session with Brian Fontaine and James, you and I. Luke was very much thrown into this world, just suddenly. Ezra was very much thrown into this world, right. immediately. Knowing Rey's possible past, and knowing where she's heading, in the force itself having it awaken within her it's a reality that's very different from both of those characters she wasn't necessarily thrown into it it she was, was calling she was, to her she was there the whole time i think more there was more of an explosion of man i have the force powers i have to learn how to use them ray was more of well the force has always been with her i think that her true potential it started sprouting at that moment and i maybe luke will recognize this in the last jedi he'll recognize that with ray you know what she came about the force in a very different way than me she might even be more powerful than me however luke is more powerful in the sense that he knows the true true meaning of the force ray doesn't know the true meaning of the force yeah. yet it will take some time with training with a true force user to understand how this is going before we head into the snoke talk you guys stick around for the second half of the podcast coming up right now we got our good friend over at vintage viewport mr christopher letty make sure if you didn't check him out in the last podcast episode head on over there he talks about all the latest figures and even some of the things he would like to see as we start getting closer and closer to celebration and of course the 40th anniversary of star wars itself so stay tuned also we got some stuff from o'neill cinemas and from white mountain comic-con coming up and we'll see you in the second half see you guys in a bit One of the most rewarding parts of collecting is being able to display your beloved items. There isn't one way that's better than another. It's what works for you and your style. I find it interesting and informative watching videos on Facebook and YouTube of collector Star Wars rooms. You can get so many ideas on how to display things all while blending, mixing, and matching to make it your own. Now, don't get discouraged. There's always going to be a bigger fish with a bigger collection. Use these videos as inspiration and for learning purposes. Goal is to set. Remember, there's no race or trophy. It's for you and your enjoyment. Ask specific questions to the people posting the videos or pictures. From my experience, collectors enjoy talking about their items and what they use to display them. Now, hopefully you listened to the last episode where I discussed the original 12 Kenner action figures. If not, go back and check it out. When figuring out how to display those first 12, a classic solution is a special display stand released by Kenner originally in 1978. This stand has 12 spots where each mounting spins with the aid of levers. It has a gray plastic base and a cardboard backdrop with a TIE fighter engaged in battle with an X-Wing. There's labels on the front for each of the characters. These were originally released as a mail-away item, but were later released in stores for Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Pricing on these varies with condition. If you're lucky, you might find one while hunting locally, but your chances are much higher online. Beaters are usually in the 40 to $70 range. Decent ones expect to pay between 125 and 200. Anything above that is gonna be more. Now, 
I have to admit, this is one item I don't have. It's on my list. I'm just hoping to score one in the wild. I'd really like to find one still in the box unopened. That would be pretty sweet. Probably not going to happen. Fingers crossed. Kenner, back in the day, did a great job with the majority of their figures and how well they stood up on their own, unlike many of the figures produced today. But when setting them up, there's always the possibility of action figure dominoes occurring. So an alternative to the Kenner display stand are clear acrylic stands, specifically ones produced by GW Acrylic. They offer a variety of products, including individual stands with pegs for loose figures, four-tier risers to maximize space and visibility, as well as cases for box items and carded figures. Check out their website, gwacrylic.co.uk, or their Facebook page. Ian Sanderson will help you out. I recently told him that I'll be making an order in the near future for my vintage carded figures. I plan to someday have my own room or area to display my collection. Hashtag collecting goals. Hashtag not priority, according to my wife. No, seriously, we all collect these items for a reason. We cherish them. So set them up in your own unique way. Share with others and maybe host a meetup at your house with fellow collectors someday. That's my goal. Well, this has been the Vintage Viewport. You can find me on Twitter at Vintage Viewport and Christopher James Lady on Facebook, as well as on Jedi Scavenger's Facebook page. Shoot me a friend request and feel free to ask me a question anytime. As always, enjoy the hunt, Star Wars fans. Hey, Star Wars fans, what's up? It's Robin from the Brick City Blockade podcast, and I want to talk to you about our good friends over at O'Neill Cinemas, just off of Route 101 in Epping, New Hampshire at Brickyard Square. Now, Sean and I here at the podcast, we love to go and see our Star Wars films, action adventure, animated over at O'Neill Cinemas, and they've been a sponsor of the podcast, so we're just returning the favor and shouting them out. So make sure to head on over to O'NeillCinemas.com, head on over to MovieTickets.com, and follow them across social media for your next trip to the theater. They really know how to put on a show, so make sure to book your next ticket at O'Neill Cinemas. May the force be with you, and we'll see you at your seats. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Robin from the Brick City Blockade Podcast. I am on here to tell you about White Mountain Comic Con happening on February 25th and 26th at the Common Man Inn in Plymouth, New Hampshire, just off of Route 93. Make sure if you're interested in vending it, heading over to BackwoodsFarmNH.com. Admission is only $10 for adults. Under 16 is $5. Make sure also check out some great guests from Star Wars and from The Walking Dead. Cosplaying, we're going to have comics, games, artists, and a bunch of other things happening at White Mountain Comic Con is the first one and the first Comic Con of 2017 in New Hampshire so make sure to head on up again Saturday and Sunday February 25th and 26th at the Common Man Inn in Plymouth New Hampshire we will see you there may the force be with you always guys welcome back to the second half of the episode 14 i think we really want to talk about kylo ren and snoke's relationship of in this new movie there's a lot going on there's a lot going on when you talk about snoke's projection and kylo ren's projection based off of what we saw at the end of force awakens bring kylo ren to me to complete his training i mean that alone is going to be an awesome 
awesome piece of this next film. I can't, I can't wait to see the, the actual training, if there's going to be the training Kylo Ren was at, or Ben Solo at that time, was training with Luke, how Snoke influenced him and everything, and how he was able to convince him to join, whether it was the dark side of the Force, or whether it was right. something else overlining that he wanted to accomplish and everything. That's going to be a great to see, and like you said, Sean, that training piece, if we see Ray training, I would love to see a Force user and a dark side user train yeah because we haven't seen a, like a dark side train uh, if you counted anakin as dark side <laughs> right. but, but not truly as dark as snoke is it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out though and sean do you think that there would be a really good chance that if we do see ray training within the force itself that we finally see snoke in his full appearance with ren maybe snoke knows some stuff about the force and is going to physically show it to him like luke is going to do you think we could possibly see snoke in full form here training Meaning Kylo Ren? That'd be really cool, but not, like see, like have it, like have a hood over him and not really show his face, kind of like uh, Palpatine does or Sidious, if you want to call him. I'm feeling game of over under on this one, Sean, and I think we'll set it at our traditional percentage on the podcast network of 45 percent that we see Snoke in his physical form training kylo ren in the last jedi where is your stance on this shot i think it's gonna be over 45 i'm gonna set it around 60 percent just because i don't think he's gonna have a much of an appearance with kylo ren as in his full form maybe for a split second but like like have him in the uh snow come in and you see kylo ren training and then you see oh. it's all it's all black but you see just him in his sha- like a shadow form oh. or just him just his face and then he steps back and starts talking like just a split second i don't think he needs a full form snoke making a physical appearance i know there's a lot of rumors out there about snoke being a physical form that they were going to focus on not necessarily a puppet but taking his character to the next level in the last jedi sean i'm setting my percent at 86% that we see Snoke in full form for a good chunk of time training with Kylo Ren. I can't even imagine what he would be in physical form in front of Kylo Ren. And has Kylo Ren seen him in physical form or has he only seen him within this other state? That's a really good question. I'm just a little worried about how Snoke's going to play with a puppet and CGI. That's the the only reason why mine's a little lower than yours because I'm just worried how that's going to play out and I don't want to mess up this movie. (laughs) I totally agree. I mean, when it comes to CGI and everything, if it doesn't look good, the fans are going to notice it. I mean, Rogue One did some pretty revolutionary things when you're talking about the CGI. It would make sense that they would focus on that However, I think, of course, everybody makes the comparison. Because everyone still loves the puppets. and The puppets, yeah. And that's that's one reason I'm worried about, even in other movies, they, they use puppets. I get worried sometimes about that kind of stuff. The dark side of the Force. I know in the first half, Sean, we talked about how the Force may take on a very different role in the Star Wars universe. We've been focused on this throughout Star Wars canon content, whether it's on television, whether it was in the latest Star Wars film to come out, is the dark side of the Force going to take on a very different form, knowing now that Snoke is at the helm? He saw how Vader and Palpatine handled the dark side of the Force. Obviously, in some ways, they were very unsuccessful because Luke became the last Jedi. Is Snoke going to be teaching Kylo Ren the dark side of the Force in a different way? Or maybe he's going to teach him through traditional methods, as we kind of see with Kylo Ren. I I think Snoke's going to teach him both ways of the Force. Because we we don't know how powerful Snoke 
Snoke is. I mean, we, we kind of do, but we don't see it on screen yet. Snoke isn't going to help Kylo Ren become even stronger. Kylo Ren has a pretty clear understanding of what his grandfather accomplished. Darth Vader wasn't a full dark form as we thought he was. Luke was easily able to persuade him towards the end of his life. However, I think Kylo Ren is very different. This is something that Brian Fontaine of Jedi Scavenger, Chris Letty over at Vintage Viewport, and many people within the podcast network and Scott Inch, everybody I've talked to about. When we're talking about the balance of the Force, Kylo Ren isn't just an agent of the dark. He is the son of Leia, who is pretty good within the Force. She's yeah. not a dark side user in any way that no. we know of. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We might see something else play out that we don't know about. He is still an agent of the light while also being an agent of the dark. That is what Snoke was after. He wanted somebody who not only could understand the dark side of the force, but could understand the light side of the force. And how is that going to play into Snoke's teaching? That's why I think this movie is going to be one of the darkest movies of Skywalker Saga, I think. Going back to what you are saying, what Snoke's going to train differently, it's going to be so different, I think. It's going to be a very different film compared to a lot of Star Wars films. And it's going to be so awesome to see how Snoke and Kylo Ren in the dark side of the force are able to adapt to whether there's changes, whether there are not changes. First Order is on a very different level than the Empire itself. It's just taken a major blow with the destruction of Starkiller Base, Mm -hmm. and they've had to, I guess you could say, reorganize themselves and go to another planet. Now, I know, Sean, we've heard in the news that we are going to be introduced to new planets, and I think we had to expect this, with Croatia as one of the set pieces, Ireland being set as one of them, Bolivia, Bolivia, Bolivia being set as another location to film from in The Last Jedi. Been a lot of talks and a lot of people speculating about a possible planet that Snoke may reside on, may not reside on, but where the First Order has based themselves after the destruction of Starkiller Base. Whether this is where Ren is going to receive his training, we don't know yet. But we know that the First Order has taken one of the largest blows it can. More than the Empire ever had at any point, maybe other than the destruction of the second Death Star. Yeah. The First Order hadn't really created much up to that point. Starkiller Base was its baby at this point. They were using shattered pieces of the Empire to rebuild itself. Yeah, but now it's destroyed. Now it's destroyed. And they gotta rebuild it. And where's that gonna lead that to? On the same standards are the Republic. They had multiple star systems, including their home, destroyed by Starkiller Base. We still don't know those planets yet. And we never... I mean, I think... I mean, we we might have, like, it mentioned of maybe Snoke saying I destroyed these, like, one of the planets' names or something. Are these gonna be planets that we have already been introduced to? They might be. There's so much other canon content coming out of lately, or coming out down the road here that will allow us to really dig deep into what these planets or where these planets could be and what resides on them. The First Order obviously has some control over the galaxy. The Rebellion or the Resistance here has taken as much of a blow as the First Order is. Everything is scattered at this point. Everything is scattered. We're almost back to square one in many ways. How is that going to play into Snoke and Kylo Ren becoming possibly, possibly two of the most powerful people in the galaxy with, of course, on the other side, Ray and Luke, 
One of the, being the other, the strongest too. Strongest as well. Will we see balance, or will we see imbalance? Because maybe people are going to sway in different ways. I think it'll be like a balance, kind of like going back in Rebels with Maul and Ezra. I think it'll be same balance of the, like that. We're talking about the Skywalker saga here. So now Leia, who is obviously the forefront of the Resistance and everything that they're doing. Of course, we just said Sean, they're shattered at this point. Leia at this point is probably shattered herself with the loss of her husband Han Solo yeah. and everything, and her son now who has been able to complete everything he wanted to whether that's a turn to the dark side whether this is something snoke just wanted him to accomplish i am so curious to see how leia plays out in this film as a skywalker and what her interaction between luke and kylo ren is gonna be they're the last two seeds of the skywalker yeah. family that we know no. of that are still alive at this point it's a 50 50 chance of seeing how they're gonna play this thing out for leia it's gonna be even more interesting because she's not just she's not just a force user she kind of is a force user basically and i want to see the connection with luke and kylo ren and leia together especially if leia is the one who has to confront the possibility the possibility of luke being the one who has to destroy kylo ren a skywalker and, killing a skywalker yet again and she has to say something and i think it's gonna be the hardest thing for her to say and she's gonna say something Kylo Ren and Leia meet in this movie she's gonna say some nasty things too Kylo about Han as well and see how that plays out yeah it just that Luke interaction is just gonna be so important coming into the last Jedi I mean this is again the Skywalker saga this is continuing the Skywalker story while also following Rey Finn Poe and the rest of these characters as they see this family not only just torn apart but coming to grips with you know what we're on various sides of the force we're on various sides of the force and we have to come to grips with what our role in the galaxy is you have a politician you have a light side user and you have a dark side user john williams is in studio right now scoring that film can i go in right now and listen to him man that would be one kind of studio to put in the ear in i do have something special that i'm going to be writing yeah sean's working on a great piece about star wars music heading into the last jedi so make sure to keep your eyes open for that. The Last Jedi is going to be one special film. We're going to have a lot more scoops coming out, guys, when we get closer to Star Wars Celebration, whether we get something even before then. You guys can head on over to the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network across social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, over at our main page, and make sure to subscribe on iTunes for that. Hey, it's our favorite time of the show here. And Brian likes to call it Plug Time. That's right, Sean. Where can the good people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at SeanMichelle1. Follow me on Instagram, Zone2434. Friend me on Facebook. Follow my music on SoundCloud, Bandcap. And where they can find you? Oh, they can find me on social media, Robin Vote, over on Facebook. Make sure to send that friend request. Head on over to Twitter. Follow me at MrVoteTweets. Head on over to Instagram. Follow me at the official vote. Make sure to check out my latest article called December Sky, Star Wars with Laura Dern. It's gotten great fan feedback, so yeah, thank you it's to a very everybody. Good, it's a very good read. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure to put that out there for star wars fans to hypothesize break down and everything so thank you guys for making that possible and making content here at the brick city blockade podcast network possible for everything else make sure to also check me out on talking star wars with scott inch rebels recap is coming up this week we're so excited brian fontaine and i and guess who's joining the crew scott inch is joining the rebels recap crew on youtube live and also on itunes the saturday episode is gonna be really interesting yeah 
it's going to be great heading into Star Wars Rebels. A lot of great stuff. Make sure you have the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network for everything happening in the Star Wars universe in a galaxy far, far away. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 14 of the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. <laughs>